Hello, I'm Rhonda Nowak for the Mail Tribune in Southern Oregon, and this is The Literary Gardener for August the 8th, 2018. Our topic today is seaside flowers that also grow well in the Rogue Valley. Henry Wadsworth Longfellow, in his poem, The Secret of the Sea of 1850, wrote, My soul is full of longing for the secret of the sea, and the heart of the great ocean sends a thrilling pulse through me. Many Rogue Valley residents, myself included, have been escaping the summer smoke and heat at the southern Oregon coast. This week I've been in beautiful Bandon, where skies are clear other than morning fog and temperatures are in the mid-60s. Besides enjoying the secrets of the sea, I've been taking note of all of the colorful flowers in bloom here. Many are familiar to Rogue Valley gardeners, only they bloom a little later on the coast, and the flowers often last longer because of the cooler temperatures. Here are 25 flowering plants that grow well in coastal climates and in the Rogue Valley. Lily of the Nile, Daylilies, Sedum Stonecrop, Hydrangea, Sea Thrift, Gazania, Lavender, Crocosmia, Nasturtium, Rock Rose, Heather or Coluna vulgaris, Snow in Summer, Shasta Daisy, Sweet Peas, Pot Marigold or Calendula, Creeping Rosemary, Pincushion Flower, Salvia, both Hot Lips and Pretensis, Vervain or Verbena officinalis, Clematis, Coral Bells, Hebe, California Poppy, Hardy Fuchsia, and Salal. In addition to these, I've seen lots of New Zealand flax in bloom and a variety of grasses. Three of my favorite ornamental grasses are feather reed, purple fountain grass, and variegated silver grass. Like Longfellow, the ocean always sends a thrilling pulse through me, and so does discovering plants that are new to me. I've come across two summer-blooming flowers in Bandon that are particularly exciting. One is called the fried egg flower, or Romnia coulteri, and the other is angel's fishing rod, or wand flower, Diorama pulcherium. Romnias are perennials in the poppy family that are native to chaparral and coastal regions of California, but they can also be grown successfully elsewhere in USDA hardiness zones 7 through 10. They are sometimes called fire followers because they're found in areas that have been burned by wildfires. With their large, white, crepey petals and bright yellow centers, they really do look like fried eggs sunny side up. The attractive silvery green foliage with woody stems can grow up to eight feet tall, and once established, the rhizomatous shrubs can spread rapidly. The key to growing tree poppies, as they're also sometimes called, is to plant them without disturbing their finicky roots. Find a place in the garden where they will have plenty of room to grow, lots of sunshine, and fertile soil with good drainage. Once the chance of nighttime frost has passed in the spring, dig a hole twice as wide and deep as the root ball, remove the plant carefully from the container with the root ball intact, and set the plant in the hole with the base of the main stem even with the soil line. Fill the hole and water thoroughly. Water once or twice a week, depending on the weather, for the first growing season. Once established, Romneas only need to be watered once or twice a month. Prune back in late winter or early spring to keep the shrubs looking tidy. Not only are the flowers stunning, they also attract bees and butterflies. 
Angel's fishing rod also makes a great addition to pollinator gardens in USDA hardiness zones 7 through 9. Native to South Africa, the perennial's grass-like foliage grows in clumps and bell-shaped pink, purple, or white flowers bloom in sequence along arching stems that grow four to five feet long. Dioramas have similar cultural needs as Romneas. They, too, thrive best in full sun and rich, well-draining soil and don't require much water after they are established. They also resent being moved once they are established. Plant the corms about six inches deep and divide every five years. Cut them back to the base of the plant in late winter or early spring. Longfellow wrote, Ah, what pleasant visions haunt me as I gaze upon the sea. I feel the same way as I gaze upon beautiful flowers blooming by the sea. I have pleasant visions of growing some of the same flowers in my garden at home. And that's it for The Literary Gardener. Thank you for joining me, and I'll see you next time.